Appearances is a serialized show. So if you haven't already, go back to the prologue and start listening from there. My mom. Uh, Vida. This is Vida. I am Melanie's mom. This episode belongs to me. Two thousand ten. Today, I received a phone call from my daughter, Melanie. Hello, Melanie Jun Toi. Hi, Horbunet Beram. How are you? Hi, Mom. How are you? You sound sick. Marizi. I'm not sick. Um. She called me to tell me the most awful thing I have ever heard in my life. A couple weeks ago, I found out I was pregnant. And I had an abortion. Mom? As soon as she said it... Are you there? I became dizzy. Mom? Are you there? I don't remember... if I... said anything back. I don't remember hanging up the phone. Mom? Mom? I don't remember even what I did that day. Just that in the middle of the night, I was lying in my bed and I knew I had to go to her. So I got into my car And I just started to drive. Drive and drive and drive. And just think. Think about my life. 1980, my wedding night. The night of my wedding, it was like watching myself in a movie. I watched a young girl, an idiot from Esfahan, put on her makeup. I watched her do her hair. I watched her put on her dress. I watched her watch her mother cry. I watched the girl shake the hands of guests, mostly people she didn't know. They were new to America. Her parents just invited all the Iranians that there were. I watched the girl link arms with her parents and walk down the aisle. I watched her cry while she stood next to her future husband under the chuppah. I knew why she was crying. She was crying because she was scared. Then I watched the girl get drunk and dance and I start to laugh and have fun and wonder if maybe her life, it wouldn't be that bad. Anyway, 
it was only life. But did it really matter in the end what did or did not happen to her? That night, my new husband and I, we stayed at my parents' house. Jamshid, of course, he wanted us to have sex. Beauty, beauty, beauty. He said we didn't have to. You are my beauty. But I knew it was what he wanted. Beauty. I knew it was tradition. I knew it was a mitzvah. Come to me. But honestly, I was a virgin. Why don't you come to me? And I didn't want my first time to be with my parents down the hall. It didn't feel private. <laughs> vida, 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 vida. Vida, is this going to be our life? So I let him do it to me. I squeezed my face, I squeezed my eyes, and I waited until it was done. All these years later, I listened to the radio psychologist, Dr. Farhang Holakwi, and I know what that girl was doing that night, psychologically, when she was watching herself from a distance. The girl, I, was dissociating. I psychologically escaped, and I hovered above myself. And sometimes I wonder if I stayed hovering above for decades. 1983 I will be honest with you. There was a lot I didn't know. Basic reproduction. I never learned about ovaries or fallopian tubes. No one ever taught me. I knew that there was an egg and a sperm, but none of the other details. My doctor explained those things to me when I was pregnant with so, my oldest. And so, the, uh, and so what's happening right now is that there's a fetus inside your uterus and the uterus is expanding every day to make more and more room for the fetus. So you never really knew about any of this before? I am sorry. Don't be sorry. This is what's happening to your body right now. It's good for you to know. On that same visit, my doctor showed me where my clitoris was. As you can see, it's almost like under a little hood. It's that's nature's way of, of protecting it, but but it's there um, for you to that's how that's why sex feels good. It's because of the clitoris. I was six months pregnant, shamefaced. I admitted to her that I had never had an orgasm in my life. Oh, no, 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 don't cry. Don't cry. We all blossom in our own time. I had one daughter and one son, back to back, one right after the other. Bobak! Bobak, I made kebab! Melanie, you have to put on your esfim suit. Bobak! Bobak! Coming, Mom. Melanie, 
همین که حالا گفتم On the one hand, when I look back at those years, I was constantly doing the dishes. Mom, I'm flying! I'm flying, Mom! On the other hand, we had a lot of fun. Lot of fun. Mom, hold still, Mom. Hold still. Mom, I'm serious. Stop it, Mom. Mom. Mom, can I try? Can I try? Here, give it to me. Nah, And then we had a test, and the test was on the Revolutionary War about how there was the Tea Party, and then the colonists wanted to get freedom from England, and so then um, they had a big war. And then we found the United States. It used to belong to England. Yeah, duh. I never knew that. Why do you think we speak English in America? I don't know. Mom, are you stupid? I can't believe you never knew that. Mom, what are you, stupid? Of course. Okay, go wash your hands. I made Istanbul. Uh, 2.50. Oh. L. There's an L. Yes. Bobak, John, have some more fruit. Like no thanks, L. Mom. Sure. Oh. Yes. Have some fruit. I cut it for you. A special. No thanks, Mama. Just have some. Mom, I just had basically an entire cantaloupe and a watermelon. If I have any more fruit, I'm literally gonna puke. Eat it. Idiot. Lunch counter. Lunch counter. Lunch counter. Eat it. No, stop. What are you coming at me with the fruit for? I don't Eat want it. any fruit. Eat Mom. it. No. Eat what it. Are you, you're lunging at me Eat with it. the fruit. No. Lunch counter. Yes. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, Bobak. You always get the right answer. Don't worry, I clean up your mess. Melanie, I wanted to show you I bought you a little necklace. Melanie. Being a mother, it is like your heart is living outside of your own body. Melanie, what are you doing in there? Get out of my room, it's none of your business! I know it is like that for every mother. Melanie! But for us... I need to talk to you! For the mothers who come from someplace else... Go away! Go away! I think there are more challenges. Go away! In this country, mothers and their children they are like strangers to each other. My own mother, until the day she died, she knew every meal I had. What did I have for breakfast? What did I have for lunch? What did I have for dinner? There was nothing that happened to my body, nothing she didn't know about. No privacy. And I know to an extent Maybe it was too much. I know you think I don't get anything, but there's a lot I understand, Mom. One time, when Melanie was a teenager, I said to her, imagine one day, out of nowhere, America goes up into flames. But Mom, that's never going to happen. Okay, Vali, just imagine. Maggie, man, I thought that Iran is going to go away. Maggie, Ma, we were expecting a revolution. It just, it happens. All of a sudden, things change. And your friends, your house, your life, you cannot have any of it back ever again. Okay, fine. All of it goes away. Then what? 
then you have to go all the way across the world to another country. Let us call it Moskustan. Moskustan? Yes, you go to Moskustan. Moskustan. Okay, mom, mom, mom. But in this example, do I speak Moskustanian? Yes, at the level of a three-year-old. <laughs> okay, so you are a still you. Uh-huh. American girl grew up in America. Right. But now you are in Moskustan. You get married in Moskustan. You have children in Moskustan. But you speak to your children in English because that is your language. You cook them pasta and pizza because that is what you know. My children get to eat pasta and pizza all day. They're so lucky. Yes, so lucky. Except your children are Moskustanian. They hate pasta and pizza. Mom. They cannot believe you find it delicious. Instead, they find foods delicious that you think are disgusting. Like what? They like to dip carrots in Coca-Cola and suck on them. That's disgusting. They like to eat hot dogs mashed up and mixed with strawberries. Mom. Also in a soup of Coca-Cola. They say to you, Mom, we are not American. We are Muscustonian. And mom, you are so stupid, you have not understood basic things about Moskustanian culture. In Moskustan, we don't go to the bathroom. We pee in our pants. Mom. In Moskustan, we don't brush our teeth with toothbrush and toothpaste. We rub our teeth with jelly and then we gargle with chocolate milk. <laughs> Where do you come up with this stuff? <laughs> I'm telling you, it is exactly like that. Melanie, 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 open your door. God, mom, what? When my daughter was 15 years old, I found something in her room. Honestly, at first I thought it was a candy. And then I picked it up, and I saw that it was a condom. A condom. In the room of my 15-year-old daughter. What the heck are you doing with this? They give them out in health class. When they give that out, you say, No, thank you, ma'am. We don't do that in this family. I know, mom. I'm a good little Persian girl. I know to stick to blowjobs and anal. But are you talking about? I'm sorry. Man, madam, in Mom, are you okay? <gasps> it's okay. Come on. Don't be so sad. One thing that I do not like about motherhood is the worriness that you are always having in your chest. And when my children went to college, it only got worse. Hello, mom? Melanie, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Why? I was just watching the news. I saw there was an accident in Manhattan. Where in Manhattan? I don't know. Downtown? Mom, two million people live in Manhattan. I'm fine. I'm just in my dorm. I'm doing homework. Okay. Be very careful, okay? Okay. I loved 
being a mother. I wanted to be a mother. I loved the work of motherhood. What does it mean to be devoted to God? I think to be devoted to God is to care for your children. And I was a good mother. I tried to be. I know that I made mistakes. And I know that it was difficult, especially difficult for my daughter. But mom, I have swim class today. I need to use a tampon. Tampon a chichi! Not until you are married. But by the time she was all grown up, I felt that she had turned against me. Can I just explain to you for one second, mom? You are an unfeminist, weak-spined woman who hates herself and always projects that hatred onto the nearest female relative. And everything I did to try and help her. Why is it so bad? I just tell you to put on some lipstick. Mom, if you don't know why that's fucked up, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response, okay? She would think I was trying to hurt her or control her. And she wouldn't listen. And it was confusing for me. Because sometimes she would think I was her enemy and she would snap at me. And then other times she was so sweet, so gentle. We would go together to a museum or to a Zumba class. Or if I told her that I was lonely, we would go get a manicure. Mom, what did you do yesterday? What do I ever do? Nothing. I watched videos on Persian YouTubes. I think you spent too much of your time alone. Then come visit me. I am visiting you. We're here together right now in a room. I'm worried about you, Mom. I am worried about you! Okay, but we're talking about you right now. Where's Dad? I don't know. He's on a trip again. How do I know where he is? Mom, I just think that you're a really, really special person and that you don't deserve to be treated the way he treats you i love you mom and i just i just wish that you would take better care of yourself you know i just wish you would stand up for yourself i know i know mama jun i know in some ways she was still my closest friend still the only person i could really talk to and then I got that phone call. Hello, Melanie Jun Toi. Hi, Horbunet Berem. How are you? Hi, Mom. How are you? I'm calling because I have to tell you something that's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Honestly. A couple weeks ago, I found out I was pregnant. My first thought was, I did that to her. I did that to her. I saw that. I failed my own daughter. I saw that I did not teach her. And I saw that she was not safe. And I could not forgive myself. And I could not forgive her. That night when I got into my car, at first, I was just driving, but then I started to drive toward her, 
to Melanie. I arrived at her house and I just, I parked my car outside. I did not go in. It was the middle of the night, but I saw the light was on and she was in her bedroom with that boy, the one who did that to her. I don't know, was I being a bodyguard? Or was I so angry that I was one second away from going inside and chopping off her head? I stayed in my car until morning. And then, eventually, I decided to drive away. When you decide to have children, then you are opening your heart. You are opening it to be broken and for yourself to experience so much pain, so much. And I realized I cannot live this way. I cannot have it be that my heart is so connected to her. I cannot continue to worry. And I learned to keep my distance. This has been episode three of Appearances, a nine-episode audio mind trip written, directed, and sound designed by Sharon Mashihi. The roles of Vita, Melanie, and Bobak were performed by Sharon Mashihi. Our story consultant is Sunita Prasad. Our associate producer is Ariel Mejia. Associate producer of pre-production is Mo Laborde. Our mix engineer is Harry Nazan. This episode featured a composition by Jeff Young. 
Additional social media support from Natalie Prest. Graphic design by Homa Delvaroy. The executive producer and editor of this show is me, Caitlin Prest. Special thanks this episode go to Nancy Prest, Greg Prest, Shira Naiman, Melissa Lowe, Arashiam Tobian, Jen Ng, Ali Pinel, Fareed Holoquy, Azita Shirazi, and all of the Iranian parents Sharon interviewed who wish to remain anonymous. Thank you. Thank you to New York State Council on the Arts, McDowell, the Ragdale Foundation, Union Docs, and IFP. This is a production of the audio arts company, Mermaid Palace. If you want to see inside of Sharon Mashihi's process, go to at Mermaid Palace Art on Instagram or mermaidpalace.org slash appearances to check it out. We make this work with your donations, with the donations of people who like to support art that they like. If you want to be one of those people, go to mermaidpalace.org slash appearances to donate. Thank you to Audrey Martovich and Julie Shapiro from Radiotopia. In the next episode, Melanie asks if it's still worth trying to have relationships with men. Can you please talk to me? Uh, I don't think I want to. Can we, like, spoon or something? No, not right now. Appearances is a proud member of Radiotopia. Radiotopia.